Thank you for tuning in to As of Late. This is your boy Titus. Today we'll be talking about comic books. How's it going, everyone? As of Late podcast on this hot ass day. <laughs> Hope you guys are doing well in day 298 of quarantine life. I'm your host, Titus, on this however long I'm going to be able to talk to you guys today. Um, it's going pretty well on my end, man, for the most part. It's gotten very hot. Um, springtime is definitely in full effect. feels like summertime. Um, but it's kind of bittersweet because it's looking so beautiful outside, and I can't even really enjoy it like I want to, you know, go out and chill with the homies or something, day drink. You know, this is a perfect day drinking weather. But, you know, it is what it is. We're all safe. We're all taking it one day at a time in my household. Hope you guys are doing the same. Staying cautious still with this bullshit that's going on. You know, staying gloved up, masked up if you have to be out. And hopefully unifying and, you know, getting closer with your families if you guys are stuck at a house with them. Some people are, you know, stuck with nobody, you know. So I feel like that kind of makes it a little bit easier for me, you know, especially with the people that I'm with. Um, they don't piss me off. And so I know I've been seeing a lot of memes with people daggone being like day 36 of quarantining. They ready to get out the house or something like that. But, you know, I'm pretty chill with my family. So, I mean, no family is perfect, but for the most part, they do their thing. I do mine. We reconnect some point throughout the day and go and do anything from, you know, watch a movie to try to stay busy with um, Bible study to shit, playing a game playing a video game, to playing a card game, playing Uno games, you know, just keeping the uh, creativity juices flowing. I've got back into drawing a lot more, so I, I do that throughout the nights, and uh, just listen to music and chill, wait for this shit to be over, man, I can't wait for this shit to be over, I'm ready to, like, go back to, like, working at night and shit like that, but until then, you know, just staying rested up, staying prayed up mentally, um, keeping myself, you know, unstressed, as I hope that you guys are doing as well. Uh, today, I wanted to pretty much elaborate dealing with um, comic books. I wanted to deal with comic books because I feel like I haven't had a good comic book episode. I was watching, um, <laughs> I was watching, I don't know if you guys know this guy. Shout out to Tony, Tony Baker. He's a stand-up comedian that I follow on Instagram and um, was doing, as a lot of people are doing on Instagram nowadays, their lives where so many, like, creative people. <laughs> so shout out to all the creative people that's doing different stuff with their lives to, like, DJing, cast as DJing um, for us, playing some good songs to stand-up comedians, making us laugh. Um, Tony's known mostly for his voiceover work, what he does with um, different type of videos and doing stand-up. This particular, excuse me, this particular day he did... um commentary for um a classic movie that I love comic book movie called Blade Blade for you youngsters that don't know um is a classic of a um you know it's about a vampire who becomes a vampire hunter who unlike most vampires can go out during the day cuz he's a hybrid he's mixed and his goal is pretty much to destroy vampires and the occult vampires that try to take over the world in an evil way and uh Wesley Snipes plays the character of Blade and um, it's a fucking classic. It's a fucking classic. And for those you, for those of you guys who don't know who Wesley Snipes is, Google it. Google who Wesley Snipes is before action, before Michael B. Jordan's. Um, it was fucking Wesley Snipes that was doing these black, was doing these action films. Like he was like a monster in this movie. It's a classic. Um, they actually 
in talks of remaking it and um i've gotten a lot of mixed signals i've gotten a lot of mixed signals from different people some people curious um you know a remake can be a good thing and a remake can be a bad thing i honestly think if the shit is classic like that like a lot of my friends think i don't think they need to be remaking no blade i feel like you know that shit i don't want to see that shit ruined um but i mean they could surprise me you never know depending on how they do it i mean it's 2020 you can make it more grittier you know i think this is the this is the age of series um you know i mean i like a good movie i just i don't know i just like a, i've been really on my series as late as of late and so no pun intended but um i feel like if you're going to do something like that where it's such a classic you should do it in a way that it hasn't been done yet and one way that it hasn't been done yet for me, it would be a a gritty Netflix or Hulu, whoever, because anybody and their mama got a, like a like a streaming service or you know a, a channel service now. Make a grittier like make a gritty Blade series. That shit would go fucking hard. Put that shit on like Netflix or something. Well, they couldn't do it on Netflix because Marvel has bought it. I think Marvel's got Blade, and so. It probably would have to be on, like, Disney Plus or some bullshit like that. Ugh, which would suck. I mean, I don't know. Disney Plus may surprise me, man. They, they, I mean, they did The Mandalorian, the shit that a lot of people like on that um Star Wars shit. But I don't know. Certain shit, I just, I just don't trust Disney Plus to do it right on. But they could surprise me. They could surprise me with Blade. But that's what I would do. A lot of this shit, I don't feel like need to be films because it's so much of a backstory. Um, that you can stretch that shit out, you know, just like I was talking to my sister, it was like a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about Pac, and um, I didn't feel like, I feel like part of the reason why that Pac movie was so disappointing for a lot of people is that I was saying to her, um, I don't think Pac is just, you know, that's not just due trying to squeeze this man's life in two hours, you know what I'm saying? There's so much I wanted to know more about him, and I wanted to see on film where they, sh- or I wanted to see on the screen where I feel like they would have did a better job and it would have would have been my it would have gave more just due to Pop, um, to Tupac, um, by doing it as a series and stretching it out, you know. I feel like that could have been like a you know, his his story could have been a shit. His story could have been a daggone, you know, ten part series, dude, for real. Like, you know, you do that with a lot of different shit. I see. I don't know. I just, I feel like it was some things are just better off. It's like being stretched out and, you know, not having to feel rushed and having to feel like you have to squeeze all the shit in. Stretch that out like how they did with Wu-Tang, you know, which is a great series for you guys to watch. If you haven't watched that, it's about the Wu-Tang Clan of hip-hop. One of the best hip-hop groups of all time. And it's on Hulu. Check that out if you haven't already. But, yeah, Blade, I feel like shit like that where it's already been classic like that. Um, the first time, I feel like you, I wouldn't want to make it as a movie again. I would want to switch it up. And so with that, um, I enjoyed it again, watching it on Tony's shit. And it made me think about, man, what is some... Because it made me think about that, the remake that they're supposed to be doing with that. And, you know, the remake that they're supposed to be doing with Spawn. That's been well overdue. Spawn, I wouldn't mind seeing a remake of that because, yeah, the first one, I like Spawn. But I feel like, man, it wasn't, you know gritty it was it was gritty for its time but the hbo series was probably more grittier the cartoon series was probably more grittier than the actual fucking movie that michael j on white was and 
And I like Michael J. White. I mean, I love them in Black Dynamite. That's a classic. That's a cult classic and funny as fuck. But I wouldn't mind seeing another Spawn, especially in the direction that they're trying to say that that Spawn would be moving in this film. They're going more in like a horror direction to where like he would, you know, you would make people based around, you'd make people based around Spawn and character development, but like Spawn would be almost like, you know, this in the shadows, gritty type of anti-hero that you know comes in in like a more of a more horrific type of manner than the previous one was and so that could be dope that could be dope as a film remake but like blade and like spawn i mean like blade spawn is you know still up in the air seth i know wants it to be done but i guess it's just getting the right people to do it for him and you know like i just said with blade would it be better as a as a series you know I mean, because Spawn is, Spawn is not part of Marvel, and so they can go to Hulu, or they can go to um, Netflix, where I feel like, I would feel like they would be able to do a little bit more grittier with that, compared to, like, you know, I would trust Netflix more with grittier shit compared to Disney+. Plus. I don't know, I just, the name of Disney just automatically thinks you're going to water it down, but I could be wrong, I could be completely wrong, we'll see how that goes, but that made me have the idea with this episode of, um, comic books that I feel like would make best that I haven't seen yet as a film or a series that I feel like would make good for a film or a series. Most of these, I mean, uh, it's a couple of them that I could see going good as films, but I feel like with the with the character development I would like to see, I'm, I'm putting this more in the series category with the exception of maybe like, um, like, like one really one or two of them. All the rest that I chose, personally, I see them better as a series. Uh, so I'm going to kick it off with um, one that's already kind of been in the films, but I feel like I still would like to have more of a development um, of her is X-23. X-23, for you guys that don't know, is um, is the clone and adoptive daughter. She's the adoptive daughter of a Wolverine. And um, you've seen her in Logan, if you guys haven't seen it. That was a good movie, one of the last ones that Hugh Jackman will be in as Wolverine. That is the last one, I, I believe, if I'm not correct. If I'm not correct, just tell me. But I'm I'm pretty correct. I feel like I'm accurate in that. Because they're already in the works of making a new Wolverine, and they're casting new people to play him, play Wolverine. But I feel like X-23 would be a good series, because you, you're getting, you either got the, the last Wolverine film where she's like the child that you know have these powers, and you're getting into like her being quiet and building this silent bond with Logan. And then you get the one previous years ago where it's like she's the Asian lady who's fighting them and like you just know it's like a a Logan type clone. A good development would be good for that, you know. A good series would be dope for that. And so um I feel like X23 would be good for like a Netflix pickup or like something of that magnitude um cuz I mean that would be good development for her. You know, I've only seen her, like I said, either really young or, like, just trying to take Logan's head off. And so the middle ground would be a good developmental piece. Um, next up, I got I got She-Hawk. I got She-Hawk. For you guys that don't know, She-Hawk is pretty much this is what it sounds like. It's like the female version of the Hawk. Um, she hasn't really been in a lot of films. There's, there's, she hasn't been in shit. She's been in a couple cartoons and stuff like that. She's, she's, Banner's, she's Banner's cousin who gets the abilities that he gets same pretty much same way same concept just a female that i feel like would be dope for like the females to look at that version of a you know 
a woman getting mad like the real hawk and just the same kind of powers and shit there there is talks of her um having a 22 uh 20 2022 appearance in a film um having her own shit and if that actually you know you know how this shit goes man we here we've been hearing shit for the longest about certain characters having their own films and then that shit never fucking happens if that shit happens that's dope but i feel like just like i said with x23 it's well overdue and it would make for either that's the only one that i see that i would like i wouldn't i would go to see that as a film because they if they do it right they can do it on some like i would want her like on some boss chick comedic Deadpool type shit that I would go to see for like a couple of hours, and I and I wouldn't care for that as a series, but I would care for it as a film. Funny enough, so that would be my one film suggestion that I would do if they actually do it in 2022. That would be dope. Um, next up for me, I got the Invisibles. Um, the Invisibles was something that was created by this guy named Grant Morrison. It's pretty much um, a team of different type of. Um, different type of um i don't want to say gods different type of like vig- i don't want to say vigilantes either but it's a team of cats that's the name of the group is the invisible college and using anything from like magic to time travel they're battling these alien-like gods that's main purpose is to like enslave humans without them knowing so these guys got different kind of abilities trying to like stop these motherfuckers from taking over the planet um, it's pretty good. I feel like it would be better best as a um a series because you got a lot of that shit going on now. Um, but with the the different character development of these all different teammates, um, I feel like it would make for a good film. It would make for a good film and it'd make so that's two actually. It'd make for a good make for a good film and a dope ass series as well. Because you can stretch it out with the character development. And you know, um, them battling the um the archons, the archons, because that's the name of the main villains that they're facing, the alien gods. And so that's the Invisibles. So check that out if you haven't heard of it, and um look into that. It's by Grant Morrison. It's a dope comic book series. Next up, I chose uh, Squirrel Girl. <laughs> Squirrel Girl. Shout out to my boy Jimmy, uh, aka James Walker. Um, is a um character that I slept on based off of um you know it's a marvel comment and i feel like this would be a good direction for them in both ways like i would i wouldn't mind now she's made appearances in like um you know like little animated shits but never really her own piece that i feel like she deserves um so a full-on either animation or like a full-on live action would be dope for squirrel girl squirrel girl is pretty much um i mean i want to say it's made by steve dicko and will 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 mori uh it's uh, both of those were a part both of those guys shout out to them were part of this um it's pretty much what it sounds like <laughs> i mean it's a girl that's um you know she discovered at a very young age that she's not only she can not only communicate she has the same type of abilities as squirrels um and as silly as it seems man she's very powerful very powerful one of the most powerful heroes in the marvel universe um proving that with fights with cats like um Mysterion and fucking Galactus, you know, one of the most powerful villains of all time. And so um, I would definitely think that this would go for a good Deadpool, you know, comedic, lighthearted. They can go a lot of different avenues with this, especially with Disney Plus being what it is now, trying to pick up on making better series. And so don't be surprised if you see, like, a legit live-action, like, Squirrel Girl series, because it's good. It hits all angles for children. 
Um, it could get, it could get comedic, you know, and she can whoop ass, you know, all the way. You can touch all different type of things with this type of um series. And so Squirrel Girl, I feel like would be a good suggestion. And she's well overdue. I think she needs one. Um, the next one is a one that's a little bit more darker, <laughs> definitely more darker that Netflix might want to pick up. Is uh, called Chastity. Chastity is about pretty much. I would compare it to like a female blade. Um, um, that's why I feel like Netflix would be better for that because I feel like it'd be a good dark series for him. She's a slayer. Um, she's she she turned pretty much to an uh, um, vampire. She's a she's a female vampire slayer that is a vampire because of her trying to discover becoming an actress, going to London. She gets attacked in London by of course a vampire which makes her one but during that gets saved in a sense of like not from being a vampire but in a sense of how to defend herself and how to know the the other world now that she's a part of it turned by this woman the countless that is by this person called the countless and she turns into a badass fighter um lets her know about the underground what's going on in all different realms and um while being attached to London and going into um, the States. Because she's originally from the States. She only went to London for, like, to discover acting, but she gets turned down from that. Um, becomes a badass assassin, like I said, and while doing that, discovers these different occult groups. Um, you know, it's a it's a badass, gritty-ass, you know, comic book series that I feel like is well overdue for, a, um, you know, actual live action. I would love to see this, like, as a live action on, like, you know, FX or, you know, because they got, they're good for some gritty ones too, like Preacher. They did a um, phenomenal job of that. Um, it's another one I can't remember that I fucked with as, as well that was on FX, but I can't remember right now. I'm going to be pissed about it later because it's, excuse me, it was pretty good. It was, it was, I feel like it was like about like Professor X's son. I can't remember exactly the name of it, but Preacher was good. I feel like this would be a good little dark one for him to do. Um, so, and this is called Chastity. And this is called Chastity. So if you haven't heard of this comic book series, I feel like you guys would like this if you're into, like, you know, vampires and that kind of world, that kind of gritty type of world. Um, think of, like, Female Blade, but not th not on a motorcycle. <laughs> and so next I got, keeping up with the females, I got, you know, looked out for the females on this list as well. Um, we got Girls. Girls is more not on no, like, hero shit. I feel like it would be good for, like, a... Um, you know, just a series overall with character development. It's pretty much about um, these these group of women that um, come from outer space and lay eggs of pretty much identical alien-looking women like them in this small-ass town. Um, people are trying to figure out where they come from, why did they choose their town, and on top of that, all they're doing is pretty much... Um, trying to take over this town by beating the shit out of the regular women <laughs> and so uh it's a it's a it's a weird but interesting uh comic book piece that i feel like would make for a a good um make for a good show more more of a show so you can do character development than um a movie for sure i would rather want to see this as a show um and this is called girls and it's made by image comics i believe if i'm correct um, so check that out as well. Check out these comics as well. So get I so you can get an idea why I chose them. Um, I wanted to make sure, like I said, I, I put in a lot of the like the more lesser Marvel type of like 
known characters and give you guys some good ones that come from different companies. And so that's called Girls. Um, next up, speaking of which, this actually is a bigger name from a Marvel. From Marvel, exact. From Marvel. Uh, this is a Marvel character that I feel like still hasn't got his just to. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, was created by this guy named Chris Claremont, and that's Gambit. Gambit, if you guys ever grew up watching any Marvel shows like X-Men, if you grew up watching X-Men, then you know exactly who I'm talking about. Um, Gambit's... Sorry. I'm in a... Sorry. My damn foot was falling asleep, y'all. I had to fix myself. But, um... <clears throat> Gammon, if you guys are familiar with X-Men, then you know exactly who the hell I'm talking about. He's well ju well, just overdue um, when it comes to just having his own shit. They've been talking about a Gambit series or a movie for fucking years, and it still hasn't been done like how I want it to be done. I remember they were talking about Shannon Tatum playing him. I'm so glad that that shit didn't fucking happen because I don't see him doing that. He's just too buff-looking for me. I, I expect Gammon to be like the guy that was on the cartoon you know i would love he's made appearances but nothing like how he should be like gritty like how he should be that'd be dope as hell he was born with the ability to create and control kinetic energy and um like i said from the backstory there's so much they can touch from that from the backstory of him discovering that and using it in his ways of thievery to you know he can you can you can have that be such a comedic dope ass series that i feel like um, will hopefully come into the future one one way or another. Um, Disney Plus, you need to pick that up. You need to do a better job with that since you, you're writing the checks for Marvel now. You know, go ahead and dag on, get that going. Or um, I feel like because of him, because of his character development, he would make better for a, um, a series than an actual film. I would like to see that more. And then you can add more side piece characters as well that don't get they just do in the major films and so yeah netflix or disney plus if you're listening make a gambit series that's well overdue next i got um dale cone's pit um that's not the whole that's the name of the creator the name of it is pit i said it all in one setting um it's an image comic same um comics that were a part of girls um pretty much this alien it's about this alien human hybrid created by these other aliens um but he's half human and they created him pretty much as this killing machine to um you know just destroy shit to speed us he's just this fucking universal killing machine but in doing that discovers um he has a half brother and protects his half brother more in the sense of not being on their team no more of the aliens that created him because they are against his half brother and so it's it's a gritty it's a gritty gory ass him killing these motherfuckers type of series if you're into that he's a disgusting looking war machine his brother looks more human than he does um he looks more war machine alien like than the brother but he is a fucking monstrous looking yeah pit p-i-t-t -T. um i feel like would make for a good ass fucking series as well and on on shit like you know um, like image and you know comics like this I would fit better for like you know Netflix's type of series because of um you know the fact I just don't trust Disney all the way yet y'all when it comes to Marvel shit 
especially the grittier Marvel shit that I want. And so I'm glad that this is an image comic because I feel like they could get that deal with the more grittier like services like Amazon or like Pet. Shout out to Amazon too that has a lot of good series as well. That's on the up and up. Um, next, but that's Pit. That's Pit. Next, I chose DMZ. DMZ um, is a. It's been out for a little minute now. It's by um, Brian Wood. Brian Wood is the person that created it. Um, shout out to. I'm probably gonna butcher his name. Ricardo Boschielli is the person that um, is more part of the the art of it. Um, you know, the drawing of it. It's pretty much a good concept when it comes to. It would fit best for a better. It definitely would fit for a great series. Um, it's like a pretty much a second. It's like a civil war breaks out in America between the, you know, the United States and the, the free states of America. Pretty much, motherfuckers is tired of dealing with the government bullshit and some shit that I could actually see happening <laughs> in real life. And 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 you know, depending on like how shit hits the fan. 10, 20 years down the line. It wouldn't surprise me if another civil war breaks out because of classism and racism and bullshit. And uh, spots like, you know, like New York or 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 like, you know, Manhattan or like um, demilitarized zones and DMZs as they call it. And for that, for, for those for those that don't know what that means, it's pretty much um, like Antarctica and shit like that. Spots where you're not allowed to have military shit going on there. It's like a safe zone, I guess. And, um, it's it's a real good character development type of um comic book series that I feel like would make good for a series on television on Hulu on Netflix dealing with like the ins and outs of dealing with this civil war with politics with the government being incomplete and how we overcome this situation cuz I could see that happening in real life and um if you're not if you haven't heard of it I would highly recommend checking it out and it's called DMZ. It's by Brian Wood. Um, the next one, we're on number 10. We're on number 10, folks. Um, you know, I'm going to give you guys at least anywhere from like 8 to 10 good ones for you guys to check out. Um, the next one that I recommend is um, it's called Black Science. Black Science, I just discovered earlier um, this year. And it's about pretty much this ex-guy who's a scientist. Um, and his team, he's he's an ex-member of like this this be like being like an ex-member of like the Manhattan Project, what they're called there, the Ark, the Anarchy. I can't even say it. I don't want to say the Antichrist because it ain't it. The Order of Scientists, pretty much. And um, him and his team, as well as his family, are they're thrown in different type of dimensions and try to repair um, his his own creation called the Pillar, creating created by. Um, you know, pretty much evil type of shit. Um, but it's really, it's really a dope concept if you're into dealing with like jumping from different dimensions where they're able to leap between worlds, dealing with um, different kind of tech and medical advances. Um, it's just all around a interesting concept when I feel like a Netflix or like a um, Hulu would pick this up, dealing with time travel, dealing with, you know, um, you know, mystery, dealing with um, the random times increasingly um, in different um, hostile dimensions. Some dimensions are more peaceful. Some of them are more like, what the fuck are you doing here? Um, dealing with different kind of conquerors and spirits and shit. It's a dope concept that I feel like I'm pretty sure somebody will pick up. 
in the near next three to five years because everybody, I mean, like, um, it has a lot of good fans when it comes to the comic book. I keep hearing, I kept hearing shit about it and looked into it, and I could see why people think, because I'm not the only one in this, um, I could see why people would would gravitate towards this as a series because it has all the mystery, it has, you know, science, which a lot of people are into that type of shit. And I love shit like, like multi-dimension, multiverse type shit because I believe in that shit. So I would be interested in watching this, and I feel like um, it wouldn't surprise me if it's picked up in the near future. And so that's my 10 recommendations for I feel like it would be dope for um, comic book adaptations that either go good for film, even animated, some of them, and or a or a series, i.e. like Netflix or Hulu. Um, I chose X-23, She-Hawk, The Invisibles, Squirrel Girl, Chastity, Girls, Gambit, Pit, DMZ, and Black Science. Those are my choices. Hit me up, guys. Hit me up on um, Instagram, you guys. If you have that, TitusJ704. Or you can leave me a message here on anchor.fm slash as of late. Let me know what you guys recommend that you feel like would be dope for a good concept for a new series to come in the near future for these for these spots. Because I'm tired of seeing the same kind of Marvel bullshit all the time. I want some, some grittier shit. That's why I made this list. But um, hit me up. Like I said, Titus J704. Um, um, what's my shit? Anchor.fm slash as of late. Let me know what you guys' thoughts are. I uh, hope you guys are staying safe under these circumstances. I'll be back on here on Saturday um, with a new topic and, you know, to entertain you guys once more during these quarantine times. Peace. Thanks for tuning in. If you guys would like to know any more information about myself or as of late, um, you can reach me on Instagram on TitusJ704 on Instagram, anchor.fm slash as of late as well to get any more information you want or to leave me a message. As of late podcast is available on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and you can just listen to it on the link, anchor.fm slash as of late. All right, so anyway, picking up where I left off. <laughs> hello, hello, testing one, two, three. Hello, guys, how are you guys doing? This is your boy Titus here, As Of Late Podcast. This is August 12th, 2020. I have not forgot about you guys. I just wanted to say hello, give my love, give my blessings to you beautiful folks out here in the world. I know it's been a while. I know you guys have been wondering what the hell has been going on. And to be quite frank, a lot has been going on. Um, I'm going to give you the spill on just everything that's been going on in my life. Um, you guys already know what the hell's been going on in the world when it comes to just all the stuff that's from the pandemic scarce bullshit to the racism bullshit that we continue to have to climb hills to try to overcome as minorities in every country. Um, you know, this shit is bigger than, this shit is bigger than America, man. This, this shit is worldwide. What the hell's been going on for years to, um, 
you know, just personal stuff that I've been battling myself, man, on this walk, on this journey of being a human being, being a black man, being a believer in Christ. Uh, it's been it's been a hell of a couple months. You know, it seems like it's been like a year since I talked to y'all with all the stuff that's been going on. But in actuality, it's been a couple months. Um, So quick, brief summary. I guess I just wanted to do this as just a follow up. I told myself um, I wouldn't come back for starters. The reason I left, um, it just didn't seem right. It it just didn't seem right at the time that I was doing it. Um, I knew I would be back in August. I knew I'd be back um, on my birthday that I wanted to say something on my birthday to let you guys know that I was still thinking about y'all and I was still um you know doing the podcast you know I gave you guys 30 episodes deep enough for you guys to uh, catch up on if you weren't if you if you if you weren't up to date with if you guys were up to date with then I'm sorry for the wait you know <laughs> I'm sorry that I had you guys waiting like that but um yeah it was just a lot going on with everything that was going on dealing with um my personal issues with just anxiety and um with covid me personally, I didn't get COVID. I I got sick to a degree where it affected me physically and mentally, where I just had to take a break. I did think that I did have COVID, but I didn't have it. I just had a really bad fever. And it was it was beating my ass. It was beating my ass for between that. It was beating my ass for, for a little minute between that and then just um, overcoming my own personal demons, dealing with alcoholism. Um, I had to stop drinking. Um, I haven't drunk in a while. It's been, it's been a little minute now. Um, and I'm thankful for that. You know, it was rough, you know, it was to the effect of like, I was drinking to the point where I was an alcoholic. You know, I was really struggling in these streets, guys. Um, alcohol wise, you know, I was getting back into a, a, what's the word I'm looking for? I was getting back into a pattern that I didn't want to get back into. I was getting back into a pattern that I didn't want to see myself get back into. Alcoholism in my life has been a clutch, a not a clutch, but a crutch. Because it ain't clutch. It ain't in the clutch for me. <laughs> it maybe came in clutch times where I feel like I needed a stress relief. Um, but it wasn't nothing clutch about it. It was more of a crutch something that I could lean on and depend on to try to numb the pain from the stuff that I was dealing with mentally and uh, physically. You know, it's just been a draining-ass year. Um, and I had to I had to just sit my ass down and really have time to just meditate on life, meditate on life and grieve, you know, for the people that I have lost, um, close friends, um, didn't really do that. You know, I just kept moving. And with that, it came with anxieties and, and mental battles of my own with my own mortality, you know, making me think about, you know, death all the time, dealing with COVID. You know, I'm already somebody that's uh, someone that's mad panicky and out of the way. And if anybody knows me, I'm very, I'm more of an observant. When, if you really get to know me, you'll know that I'm a I am a cool dude. I'm a cool motherfucker. I'm, I try to be funny, even if some of my jokes are corny. Um, but from the outside looking in, I look very introverted 
which in actuality I am, but you know, I'm not one of those like introverts where it's like, and that's okay if you are like that, you know, can't talk to anybody. I can talk to people, but it's like, I don't know, for the most part, I just don't want to be bothered. <laughs> I, I don't want to bother people. I want to be out the way and the world forces you to be in the way in certain aspects. And um, I just needed a break, you know, I needed a break to where I needed to get back one with the father. When I say the father, I mean, God, I needed to get back in tune spiritually. Um, I was, like I said, between COVID and just, you know, the ways of the world, you know, everybody has their battles, whether it's personal family issues, whether it's um, your job, your marriage, um, you just have those moments where you just have to like sit back and just like reflect. And it was all of those. It was all the combination of that. You know, I lost trust in people that I considered best friends. Um, so that was like a loss as well to where I really had to re reformat how I was going to approach this, continuing on with this podcast and continuing on with um, life, you know, in general. No, no, I wasn't suicidal like I I had been in the past. Cause you guys, if you has if you have listened to the podcast, um, hello, <laughs> hello again. If you have not listened to the podcast, hello for the first time. This my name is Titus. This is as of late podcast, and um, I'm for the gist of what I do on this podcast is pretty much um give personal testimony with a combination of what is going on in the world, hence the name as of late, from anything from social issues, economic issues, to um, just just simple who won the UFC fight type shit. So I try to mix all of that in at once. I try to mix all of that in into one. Um, into one solid podcast where I try to give insight on all these things with bringing a little God in the mix. Um, I always try to keep him in the center of what I do. But it's it's funny that I say that because the reason I took a break is because I felt like he, I was losing him as the center. I was losing God as the center of my life. And that kind of messed my foundation up. I started worrying too much. Um, I started losing passions. I started getting, like I said, too, too, too dependent on drugs again, um, on, but in particular in this, in this particular scenario, alcohol, you know, for anybody that's drinking, for anybody who drinks, you know, I'm, for anybody who hears this, that's my people, that's my friends, that's my families, that's my loved ones. I'm good now. You know, I'm good. I'm delivered from it. I got, I went through the mental exercises. Um, that's one reason why I've been missing as, as well for a while. As if people wonder, you know, COVID, it's not just COVID. It's a combination of a lot of stuff. Me not wanting to be around fake motherfuckers no more. If you guys know me, you know me. If you want to hit me up, you hit me up. You can find me. We can break bread and we can connect. Um, COVID as well, just not being around that shit. Me getting sick like that kind of got me nervous to the point where it was like, I don't want to catch the real deal shit. And then um, um, the the recovery process of alcohol, um, dealing with alcohol, I wanted to take a break and really get myself mentally strong 
to where I could function in regular society in day-to-day life and, you know, be able to break bread with my friends and, you know, some friends will stay, but the ones that I, the ones that I know that are even the ones that I know that will stay, I wanted to be able to like enjoy their company without thinking about a drink, you know, and like go to spots without thinking about a drink because like it can get very dependent. I seen that not just with my mental, but my physical when I stopped, you know, I went through the whole, whole shebang dealing with withdrawal, going to, um, I can't go to, we couldn't do, um, I don't know how it is in every state. Um, but for us, the meetings are online now when it comes to like NA and AA. And so I've been doing just like, shout out to sober, sober grid. Sober grid is, is a, is a, is a, is a network almost like I would compare it to like a Facebook for sober people where you have AA meetings, you have meetups, you can, you can, link up with people nearby in your location or you can talk to cats as you know i'm i i'm in a network with cats in as as far as south africa and as close as seven miles down the street from me you know like it's it's a really good website for people that's suffering from addiction that's that that's overcoming it and and you know that get triggered have those days where you get triggered and um, want to talk to somebody that you may not have family, you know, I'm blessed enough to where, um, I had to outweigh the pros with, I had to outweigh the negative with the positive in my life. And one of the positives in my life was the, the circle that I do have, even if it, it doesn't matter in the, the size of your circle, it matters in the strength of it. And from a praying mother, um, parents, father to a, um, um, friends that, that really fuck with me, um, to the ones that, um, knew that I was going through this. Uh, thank you to the new ones that I met in, in Sober Grid and that would, um, help me and let me know like, yo, be strong from day one when I started doing this shit to now where I'm encouraging people that's in their day ones. Um, I appreciate that to the ones that's going to support me. That's just finding out, listening to this podcast, you know, it's love. Um, you know, I'm doing better at being transparent. A lot of you guys, it may be a shock to, um, or not if you listen to the podcast, but you know, uh, that's one reason why I created this as well as a way to vent not necessarily like just fence and like out of anger, but like give my testimony, give my spill of my life for people to know a little bit more about me and to like, I don't want to say compare, but, um, show a show that that sense of what's the word I'm looking for. um, I don't, the chemistry is not the word I'm looking for either. Just a bond in a sense for people who, who are unbonded, you know, for the, for the people that are not connected, feel like they're not connected. I made this for the people that are not connected, that feel like they, they don't have nobody that want to, want to talk about these issues. And, and some people are afraid. A lot of times, you know, I wouldn't tell people I would suffer from alcohol and it would be partly because of the people that I'd I'd be afraid that I would lose or how people would look at me or, you know, wouldn't get invited to certain things anymore. And 
I, I have to like get over that shit. I had to get over that shit a long time ago in my in my twenties, and I had to rethink it and and um, get over it again now. Um, because at the end of the day, it's all about you and your self help and your self love. And you know, God will put it in the right position, put you in the right position with the right people that really give a fuck about what you have going on in your life and what's best for your life. I always heard this old saying back in the day, this guy said, he was like, if he was just talking about hustling in general, and he was like, if you're around nine broke dudes, you're going to be the 10th one. If you're around nine millionaires, you're bound to be the 10th. And I take that in every aspect of life when it comes to whatever you're doing, when it comes to art, when it comes to recovery, when it comes to doing bad shit, you know, if you're around nine drug dealers, you're probably going to learn how to sell drugs pretty decent. If you're around, you know what I'm saying? If they know what the fuck they're doing. If you're around uh, nine meatheads that like to pump iron and, and know the workout techniques and stuff like that, sooner or later, you're probably going to get down good techniques and, and, the, and the discipline to get your body in shape as well. If you're around artistic people that are on the grind and on the move and hustle, you're going to want to re- like kindle your your passion for the arts you know so it's all about it's a group effort and I feel like COVID has redirected me and teaching me that because at first it was very doggy dog in the beginning phases of this stuff where it's like you see these people just fighting over toilet paper and bullshit and masked up and it's like we're like fucking like little fucking just numbers in a fucking system and it it desensitizes you from just being a human the way that they try to set this shit up and like we need each other you know I mean, that's that's one thing that I've got reminded of and we need these people we need each other in this walk when it comes to just being human beings um we need each other in every aspect of it as as you know as as independent as I may seem you know I thank God for the people that I have in my life and you know I thank God for um just God, period, you know, having, you know, I don't know how the people do it, you know, more power to the, more, it's, it's love always for people, even the non-believers, but when I tell you I could not do this thing without, like, the strength of God, the strength of Christ, the strength of Jesus, I don't know where I would be, I, I really don't, and, and just that, because it has, it, it will be days sometimes where it's like, you know, you're, your people may not contact you on time, you know, they may be doing with their own, they may be dealing with their own demons, or like, you know, they may be busy, or in a meeting, or, you know, out of town, or, you know, you never know, and so one thing that I learned is that when all else fails, I can always depend on him, I can always pray, I can always meditate, and be in that good, you know, safe zone where he, he helps me to have a he he just calms me down and puts me in a sense and um thinking about it you know and not just going for the the not the not the not the clutch but the crutch which is you know for some people they're different shit for me in this particular cycle in my life it was alcohol and and outweighing the stuff like do I really need to do that what's what's the reasons of doing you know like I'm seeing the I'm re-examining shit more, looking at the causes of effect. Okay, I really don't need to do that drink. Okay, I really don't need that shot right now, you know. And it started gradually. It, it was something that was bound to happen. I felt it in my spirit. If for, for people that know when it's over, 
when it's time for anything in life, whether it's a breakup, whether it's trying to take your life to the next stage of your life, whether it's financially, whether it's spiritually, whether it's um, art, like your career, you'll start to feel it. Like you'll start to if, if you're really trying to be in tune with your spirit, with yourself, with your soul, you'll feel that shit, man. You'll feel a shift where it's like this shit's getting old. This shit's not right. It's like um, from like just, you know, from I think it started from me with just like the career path I wanted to take it, it being something that I actually wanted to do. Like I was like, you know, disrespect the jobs and I'm still getting to I get to the career I want work, work a job and like, you know, I have to pay the bills until I get to the passion that I need to get to the level where I'm just working off of my passion. But even with that, it was a shift in aligning myself in the right position and being prepared. You know, preparation is key. You know, if you set yourself up and, you know, your time may not come sooner than certain. Everybody's time frame is different. But one thing that I've noticed, whether whatever you're going to try to be, if you want to be known as a rapper or artist, the next cinematographer, the next lawyer, um, hard work, you know, and staying consistent and being prepared preparation is key with anything in life so when the universe calls your name you'll be ready to come in you know you you be on the bench at least you know be prepared people that's on the bench they may not start but they're prepared so when their number is called you know they're they're ready you know Steve Kerr wasn't Michael Jordan but if you watch the last dance documentary when his number was called he was ready it's all about being ready and being prepared when your time is, you know, when it when it's your time. And I feel like it's everybody's time in due time. Just be prepared and don't miss the boat. And so that's what I was doing. I was aligning myself in that. And part of that alignment was was part of, you know, the physical as well with the mental was um, getting my physical back in check. You know, I was having chest pains. I was having you know, like I said, I have fever and and then on top of that, the drinking that I was doing was affecting my kidneys. You know, I was getting I start I started to think it was dealing with like my ribs and I couldn't get it. I was like, what the hell is this? And, you know, getting checked up and like it was an infection. Um, And, and it came from drinking to where I was like, OK, I see the I see the tunnel of where this could lead me if I stop and I see the tunnel of where this could lead me if I continue to go at the rate that I go. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with drinking if you know how to drink it. If you know how to drink, you know, like, I, I don't even know what that means, but, like, everybody suffers from different shit. You know, my my Achilles, heels, my Achilles heel may be alcohol, you know. My breakdown of my history, it runs deep, this shit. That's why I believe in this spiritual shit. You know, I believe in, you know, the carrying down of familiar spirits from one generation to the next. You know, I, I suffer from alcoholism, you know, from my family on both sides, my mother and my father. You know, I um from my, talking to my father on my father's side, um, you know, he suffered from it. His his uncles suffered from it. My great uncles suffered from it. My mom's side, her her uncles suffer, suffered from it. My uncle Charlie great uncle charlie her uncle charlie that my <laughs> uncle charlie was named after of see if you guys can catch that um was killed walking out in the street being drunk and being he was an alcoholic to the point where he he died off of that drinking 
and getting hit by a car to his death. And so it was just, it was shit like that, man, where I seen it, you know, I was seated, I was shadowing, I was, I was, um, I was smoke screening it too much and I felt it. So I started it. I mean, even when I started to get the pains, um, I would still drink, but it was like, cause it would go away after a while, but then don't, it would, it would, it got ridiculous where it would be days where I wasn't drinking and it was like, it would still be hurting toward the point I had to get checked out cause I was in so much pain. And that's what it was. Um, as soon as I changed my lifestyle around, as soon as I started, um, you know, I ain't gonna say eating healthier. I do try to eat healthier, um, but just cutting that simple thing out. Um, Cause I mean, you know, one for me, I can't do. Everybody's different. Like some people can't smoke weed. You know, uh, some people can't just drink one drink. You know. One for me, and I know that. I mean, that's the elephant in the room for me. Everybody else may not know that about me. Maybe they, maybe if you, if you're a friend and and watched it, you probably in the back of your mind was like, dang, like Titus is drinking, but, or maybe you just ain't paid attention to it. Um, but yeah, I was going through beer like water, no pun intended, because it actually is like piss water. But one for me would equal eight, and and eight for me would. You know, I would go, I could go through a 15 pack easy and wake up six o'clock in the morning, um, until six o'clock in the morning, you know, like I, I really took the moniker, the Blackstone Code, Steve Austin, and that had to end, you know, that had to end for the better good of my, my body. You know, I was damaging my body and it was damaging my mental, you know, this is a long history of me doing this, you know, over, you know. This is I turned I turned 32 today and this is the first um this is the first birthday in 10 years that I didn't do anything. When I said I didn't do anything, it's celebrated. Um of course, you know, my family celebrated with me. People shout out to the people that wish me happy birthday online and or however you got in contact with me. Um but I mean not doing anything, I mean drugs. Um, I didn't smoke anything. I didn't um I didn't drink anything. And it felt good, you know, cuz I couldn't remember the last time I did that. Just happy to be alive and to actually celebrate my birthday sober and remember it. You know. I'm living and you know when I was when I was earlier in my life, I didn't think I would live to see this age. You know, I didn't live to think I'd see 21, and so I was in a mission to destroy myself because of the depression that I was dealing with, whether it was dealing with women or dealing with, you know, the history of my my father that I mended and is good as hell now, but when I was in my early 20s, I didn't mess with him at all. I hated him, and, you know, and same with women, you know, getting heartbroken and dealing with that. Um, I didn't mess with them at all. I hated them. And so all that pain and shit that I had bottled up that I had to get rid of and released, it was like a peeling of an onion, you know, layers and layers. The more you start to get, you know, more in tune with yourself and more in tune with God, more in tune with Christ, the more you try to better yourself and, you know, just try to be the best you you can be. That's That's really all that I'm trying to be. 
that's all that we all should try to strive for. Um, you know, and so I start peeling shit back, you know, from procrastination to, okay, do I really need to do that? Okay, maybe I don't need to eat that much fucking pizza. Can I throw some fucking vegetables in the fucking mix? Okay, um, do I have to take shots right now? You know, maybe I should add in more prayer, more meditation, more rest. And so I started doing that shit, man, because... I started conquering my demons from earlier on. And when I started doing that, I started wanting to live. Even throughout all this COVID shit, I want to live, you know. I want to I wanna get to my 50s and see, like, you know, where I haven't even seen the best of my life yet. I want to see my mom get old and, you know, like, not the other way around. Like, I don't want nobody to bury nobody, but I don't want my mom to bury me at an early age. I used to always think that shit. Dang, my mom's always, my mom's probably gonna outlive me. Whether it was just thinking I was gonna get killed or I was gonna kill myself or, you know, these drugs would take a course of me. Just the spirit of death would always try to knock on my door from having dreams about it to um, just becoming one with it almost and accepting it. It was like it was only a matter of time. I was just waiting on it. And then something just clicked and was like, you have to get out of that defeatist as mind frame and and live bro because it's so much more to live for and so like I said in my 20s I started conquering that demon a long time ago but towards I think it was the end of last year to the beginning of this year it started to affect me differently um, from like I said friend deaths that I didn't really get over and and still question to um the start of the year of just death being around and COVID being around and putting me in a state of paranoia. And I had to get over that and conquer that. And that's what caused me to get back into a heavy addiction. And, um, you know, the best way to get over shit is to take it head on instead of trying to numb it off. Because anybody who suffers from shit knows that. And you know this, whoever this person is. Whenever you wake up in the morning with that hangover or whatever, <laughs> that motherfucker is still going to be there. That problem is still going to be there fucking with you. And you have to do it another day. And so for me, it was like, well, that's just another day. And so I would literally wake up and be like, I can't wait to fucking drink and numb this shit again and numb this shit again and numb this shit again. And <laughs> just keep going, bro. It's just a cycle until your body is like your body's like a car, you know. The check engine light come on and be like, yo, like, check this shit, nigga. Or, like, you run out of gas and it's like, what do you expect? You ain't you ain't put no gas in it for this many miles. I've been at the light on. Your body's the same way. If it's acting up on doing certain things, maybe you need to get a checkup and, like, and see what the hell's going on. And that's why it was for me. As sooner or later, it was bound that my body be like, yo, enough is enough. You don't switch from drinking beers to now I'm, I'm getting 1,800. I'm getting 1,800 every week. I don't even I don't even drink shots like that. I wasn't even drinking shots like that to the point where I started doing that. I started making mixed drinks at the crib and it was it was getting crazy, yo. I was like, damn, what the fuck is going on? Like it was just like, damn, I'm really like this guy now. And so I had to get out of that, man, because it was gonna it was gonna end brutally. It was gonna end in a terms where I wouldn't I wouldn't be my full potential if I continued to do it and go down that road. And so that's where I've been. And that's that's really where 
the mindset that I've been in. It hasn't really been the back of my mind has been the podcast, but the front of my mind has been mental health is getting better with myself, um, rearranging my lifestyle, conquering demons, um, putting them back underneath my feet and, you know, getting back in tune with the love that I have, you know, I got back into like negativity and bad mind framing and, you know, being around people that's doggy dog, some, you have to stay prayed up, man. I don't know if you guys are believers in Christ or not, but whatever you are believer in, you have to stay meditated up, prayed up because this world will make you dad going to drive yourself crazy to where you'll be a negative Nate and you don't even want to be around nobody. You'll stop being nice. You'll stop being your natural self and don't be stopping being your natural self because that's what the enemy wants. That's what the world wants. That's what this negativity evildoers, Satanists want is for you to be in that negative mind state and spread that negative bullshit. And that's what I was starting to do. You know, rubbing people, rubbing me the wrong way, and then I would spread that rub off. Where now it's like, no, I can't do that. I have to, I have to cast that away, and pray for that person in that negative mind state because they're probably in pain, and they're probably hurting like how I was, and and spread that love to them. And if they don't want that love, that's fine. I love them from afar and pray for them, and pray for them, and keep it moving, and spread this positive love because that's what's gonna change the world one person at a time, and. When the whole world starts to realize that, that's when shit gonna start to shift. It's gonna be like a such a spirit of love. It's gonna be overwhelming for folks because they ain't never felt that shit. They all some people been in pain their whole lives. And it's hard to it's hard to acknowledge love if it's never been in your life. And I get it, I get it, but I couldn't I couldn't live in that. I couldn't live in that. My spirit wouldn't let me. Wouldn't allow me to do that. And so this is the start this year. Like I said, today was my birthday. And um, this is a perfect start to A, come back to the podcast and to B, start this new sobriety journey one day at a time when you guys know. Um, like I said, I've been in it for a while now. Um, I'm one month at a time. It's going to go from one day to, like I said, one month to three months to... It's gone, y'all. It's gone. Like, the desire is gone. Like, it took me a while to get it off, but it's gone. You know, just like how it was back in the day with me with marijuana. One thing, you guys, if anybody really knows me, especially my siblings, um, it may take me a while to get some shit started. It may take me a while to hit the ground running. But once I hit the ground running, I hit the ground running, and I hit it running. <laughs> I'm sorry. I need to drink some water. I hit it running firm. Um, in the sense of when I'm done with something, I'm done with something. When I cut it off, I cut it off. When I cut you off, I cut you the fuck off. You know, it may take me a while to do it, but when it's done, it's done. And I feel that with alcohol, you know, like I said, I can be around it and you guys can sip and I won't have a problem with it because I know the mission that I'm trying to do and I don't need it anymore to do it. You know, I can, I can do it with just me. And I'll be fine. And the ones that, like I said, it's going gonna, it's gonna to separate me from certain people that ain't really true to the game. You know, if you're true to the game and you're real with it, you're going to respect it. And, you know, you're going to love on me. And, and I'm going to love on you still to be the person you are and be the best you you can be. And you're going to rule for me to be the best me I can be. And we're going to get through this shit together. Um, but if you're not, like I said, I might lose some people because this, this is the change in how I talk on this podcast as well. 
I meant to, you know, talk to the people that's depressed. I meant to talk to the people that's overcoming stuff. We still going to keep it goofy. We still going to keep it funny. But I'm talking about it's time to talk more about that real, you know, uplifting my community, the black community, the Christian community, the brothers, the sisters, the youngins, the, the generation that's forgotten, you know, like it's it's time, you know, it's been time. And I'm going to make sure, like, the blood is not on my hands when it comes to that I push this shit forward. And so that's that's what I wanted to come on here for, guys. You know, just letting you know that the podcast ain't going nowhere. If you haven't listened to any of the 30-plus fucking episodes that I've had throughout this duration of the two months I've been gone, I don't know what the fuck you've been doing, but get on it. <laughs> As of late, uh, it's on Apple Podcasts. It's on Spotify. It's on Google Podcasts. It's on Anchor Dots. It's on Anchor slash FM. Um, catch up on me, you know. Catch up and see what I'm talking about from anything, you know. Um, I talk about a lot of shit. Um, and listen for the future, you know. Like I said, I'm not gonna put a date on my shit, but just know it's it's gonna be back to doing this thing weekly, and um, it's gonna be talking about some, you know. I'm gonna be talking about the real. I'm gonna be talking about the real that needs to be talked about um shout out like i said to the homies that support it uh shout out to the people that's been asking about it um shout out to the people that's in pain that's still suffering from addiction that's listening to this and is ready to turn it over you know i'm with you um titus titus j704 is my instagram you can hit me up in the messages on here, anchor.fm slash as of late. If you're trying to find somebody to connect with, to talk with, to vent about anything, Titus J704 is probably your best bet of getting in contact with me. I'm not going to leave my number out here because I don't know y'all like that yet. But uh, you can hit me up on there. We can definitely vibe. If you don't got that, then just hit me in the messages column on anchor.fm um, slash as of late, and I'll get back in contact with you on there. Cause like I said, it, you know, it, it's better. It's hard to do stuff by by yourself. You can do it by yourself. I can't do it by myself. More power to you. I need the help of God, and it's even better when I have the help of like, you know, people that's been through it. You know, it's that's what anything, right? You want to hear comparison stories. Like if you're raising your first child, you want to talk to somebody who's had a kid before, right? You look at somebody and be like, yo, like. I don't know what to do with my baby. And they're like, yeah, that reminds me of like, maybe you have to see if it's teething or going through certain things. Not to say don't people that don't have certain experiences don't have good advice, but like if this person's giving you advice and this motherfucker is single and never had a kid in there, never had a kid, never been married, you're probably looking at that shit like, what the fuck do you have to offer me advice? Like you want somebody like, yo, man, I'm suffering from alcoholism. Like, yo, I've been there, my nigga. I, I can help you through it. I can give you guidelines that I've gone through. You know, like, it's a tough road. It's a tough road, but you can get through it. If I can get through any of this shit, trust me, y'all can get through any of this shit. And uh, that's the main goal for this podcast. That's always been the goal. I just have to get back into the root of it. Um, just let people know that there's a voice out here that's listening and that you can get through any of this shit that the world throws at you. Because I've been getting through this shit my whole life with the help of God and just dugging and dodging and sticking and moving, you know. It'd be a bumpy road sometimes, um, but it's not going to be a bumpy road all the time, you know. It rains certain season, but it's not going to rain every season, you know. And that's real. That's 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 real life that I'm giving you. You know, it ain't always negative all the time. 
you know, it is joy, you know, and I got a, I got a universal joy where I can get through any situation. And that's through, like I said, Christ, I may lose some of y'all with this Christ and that's fine as well. I know, I don't, I know I got some non-believer friends. I know I got some non-believer friends in the house that's probably listening to it and it's all love. It's still all love, but that's, that's just what I'm on. That's what I'm on. That's what I'm going to stay on. And then we're going to keep on going on. And still love from afar. Like I said, if you don't listen to this podcast no more afterwards, it's still love from afar. Um, but hey, that's that's just how we doing this thing, man. Like I said, shout out to the people that I had interviews with earlier on before this COVID shit hits. I still got you. I still got love for you. We gonna make this thing rock. Uh, shout out to Hagee, uh, the the place that I'm gonna do group podcasts at. Hagee, look it up. H-Y-G-E-E is the area where I'll be doing the podcast where I have two or three more guests with me. And we're going to make this thing rock, man, for the remainder of 2020. It's been a rough first half, as you guys know. We're getting into the fall. And, um, you know, I'm trying to finish this thing as strong as I can. Staying out the way. Staying COVID-free. Staying prayed up. um, Staying sound mind, sober-minded. You know, not giving a not giving the enemy a chance, you know, to get any foot in my life if I have anything to say with it, man, because it's a war out here, guys. It's, it's not just a war physically, it's a war spiritually. The physical is nothing but a shadow of the spiritual. And when I tell you that this spiritual warfare is real, the shifting is going, if you don't feel it, um, I pray that you do one day. I pray that you do because it's definitely a shift going on in the atmosphere of this realm of this earth. And, um, it was. It's just time for me to get more in tune with it, and part of that, like I said, it may not be for everybody. For part of it for me, is being more sober minded. Um, I'm not saying I'm not perfect by a long shot. Um, I don't see it happening, but you know, I don't predict it. I don't like I said. I know me when I'm done with shit. I'm done. If I ain't, if I ain't, if I didn't get a sip in that first week, then I'm good for the. You know, then like I said, we a month. We a month in. You know, <clears throat> excuse me. Like I said, I didn't drink no water. Before you know, we'll be six months in, and we'll just keep it moving. Um, but yeah, one day at a time. One day at a time is the only way I can do it. One day at a time is the only way we can do whatever problems we're facing, whether it's financial issues, whether it's parental issues. You know, one day at a time. So that's that's what I wanted to do. Like I said, um catch you guys up on my life what I've been going through um let you guys know that it's back intact on a regular basis you know at first like I said I wanted to not come back until the COVID was done because I wanted to go right strictly into interviews but then like I said everything started hitting at once from sickness to depression to um battling um my physical dealing with alcoholism but timing is everything so when it's time to have the guest I, you know, it's a blessing because I found a spot where I can do it. And COVID has calmed down to where we can use the spot when it's time and have more people in mind to do interviews with. And so it's all, everything happens for the right time and in the right reason, you know. So like I said, it was time for me. One thing I did know that I was going to come and do this solo episode on my birthday. And so that's one thing that I'm going to do, that I did do. And so this is your boy, man. This is Titus as of late. 
Hope you guys have a beautiful Wednesday night, the rest of Wednesday night. Like I said, much love to you guys. Shout out to the people who held me down. Uh, shout out to the people who don't hold me down. <laughs> like Big Sean says, you hate me, I love you. Um, or on that song, I forget it, but it's on that it's on that mixed compilation that he did with Metro Boomin. That's very underrated. I know Azale's gonna hate me saying that because we're such Big Sean haters. Um, but um, he says he says at the end of that shit, he says, "You love me, I love you. You hate me, I love you." And that's pretty much how I'm gonna close this shit out. <laughs> you have hate for me, it's still love. You love me, hey, it's still love. You know, I'm gonna. But hey, if you hate me, I'm gonna love you from afar. And that's how we're going to do this thing. Titus J704 is my Instagram. You guys holler at your boy. And uh, you guys just love on one another. Check on people, man. Suicide rates is high nowadays. Check up on your friends. Check up on your family. Let them know that you love them. You know, check up on each other. Because like I said, at the end of the day, we all we got, baby. We all we got. <laughs>